0: we got to take the limits off and quit limiting God. And then He'll do things that we haven't seen before. Welcome to Roy Chapman Ministries with Pastor Roy and Sister Judy Chapman. Pastor Roy Chapman has a powerful message to bless you and encourage you. Now join us for this life-changing message from Pastor Roy Chapman. expectations, about expectation, are you in the house, has anybody ever expected anything, had any expectation, oh we all have as we grew up and are growing up, and some of us are still growing up like me, um, you know, I had expectations all through life, and I'm sure you have too, and I still have expectations. Of what I want God to do in my life and what I want my life to be like, are y'all in this house this morning? Hallelujah! And what I what I expect my children to do, Amen. And what I and what I expect God to do, oh, somebody ought to come on to church, cause <laughs> we're expecting something around here. I'll tell you right now, we're in expectancy. And we believe by faith that He's moving on our behalf, even when we don't see it moving right now. I come this morning to tell you He's a moving God. He's a moving on our behalf even right now. He's moving on your situation even right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Your heavenly Father wants to bless you. I got an amen out of that. I said, your heavenly Father wants to bless you. You ought to lift your hands and say, Lord, I receive it. <laughs> I receive it, Lord. I believe it and I receive it in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That means you. That means today that means in every place you go, that means in everything you do. Oh, my, 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 I'm about to shout because He wants to bless you. He's a blessing God. He's a, oh, yes, He is. Hey, glory. My, 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 my. But let me tell you something. We can shout about that, and we do, and we should. <laughs> Woo! because he's a good 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 god hallelujah but turn to deuteronomy he has expectations for us and sometimes we don't want to shout too loud about it sometimes we don't want to be so encouraged about it but if we have the expectation For him to move in our hearts and our lives at all times, then we are to give him what he's expecting. Some, yeah, give him a hand. We are to be the children, the child of God that he expects us to be. Somebody say, Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And it says in Deuteronomy 10, and I'm new living translation. And now Israel, what does the Lord, your God, require of you? Mm. What does he require of you? The same thing he required of them. He requires only that you fear the Lord, your God, and live in a way that pleases him. Now think about that. He expects you to reverence him, in other words. He expects you to live in a way that what? Pleases him. Hallelujah. And we know according to his word what pleases him. Somebody say amen. And love him. Love is unconditional. Did you hear what I said? Love is unconditional. Love is an action love Him, and serve Him. Now, a lot of times, with all your heart and your soul, a lot of times we'll pick one of those. And we'll say, well, we love Him. But we don't show the evidence of love. And we don't show the evidence of serving Him. Amen. Glory to God. And we don't live the way that actually pleases Him. We live a part-time Christian life. How many know there's no such thing as a part-time Christian? Well, I got a few amens out of that. But there is still no part-time Christians. Sometimes we consider ourselves part-time Christians. Now, don't misunderstand me. We all mess up at times. I'm probably at the top of the list. But it's not how many times you mess up or how many times you fall. It's how many times do you get up. And how many times do you ask Him to forgive you. That's the key, my friend. I want to please God. You ought to look at somebody and say, I want to please God. Hallelujah. Whatever it takes, whatever I got to do... I just want to please God. I may not please you. I may not please nobody else. But if I could please God, I'm telling you, I'm about to shout again. If I could please God, I know He's going to look out for me. He's going to walk with me. He's going to talk with me. He and I are going to have a special relationship. Why? Because He is pleased with my life. He is pleased with my action. He's pleased with my mouth. Oh, hallelujah. Ah, glory to God. Mm. Verse 13. And you must always, not sometime, not sometime, but always, always obey the Lord's commands and decree. That I am giving you today for your own good. Did you hear that? Why is he telling us to do this? For our own good. You want a life of peace and happiness? All you got to do is grab a hold of those five items. Did you hear what I said? Five things we need to do. Number one is. As it said. Fear the Lord. Now you got to understand. This is a call to us. A call. To love. And obey. His commands. The first one is. Fear God. In other words. Reverence Him. Are you still in this place? Number two live in a way that pleases Him. Now, only you and God knows if you live in that kind of lifestyle. Well, there probably are some around you that know it too. But truly, God knows your heart. Did you hear what I said? So it's important for others to see that you're a demonstration of the love and the fear of God so that you can draw other people unto God look at somebody and say you can draw other people unto God how do you do that by pleasing God <laughs> woo live in a, and always please God number 3 love him love is unconditional love is action if I was to tell my wife all the time that I loved her and I never acted like I love her guess what she's gonna say you don't love me you I mean when you're sick in the head <laughs> are you listening to me why because I've showed her no love I have not acted. Like I love her. Are you still in this place? Well, it's the same thing with the Lord. We so many times will say, oh God, I love you, I love you, I love you. And then we've got no action behind our love for the Lord. If I did not come home every night, I really don't go any place without her. But if I I didn't come home every night, she would not believe that I love her. Are you listening to me? But yet we think that we can go weeks, months, years, and not communicate. In other words, not come home to God and tell Him how much we need Him and how much we love Him. Are you still in this place? Ah, she should have no doubt by my words that I love her. Why? Because I'm telling her all the time that I love you. Are you still with me? So how much more should I tell the Lord that I serve, that has created me, He gives me the breath that I breathe, He allowed me to get up this morning with a sound mind and body. If I can't love Him, I'm in trouble. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Love Him. Serve Him with all your heart, And soul. a lot of times, if you ask somebody to do something in the church, not in this church, they don't want to, they don't have time to, on and on and on. I said not this church, we've got some beautiful people. But think about it. If you don't have time to serve, then you're not being the person he wants you to be. Now, I'm not saying that everybody can't serve in every area. We all realize that. Everybody's not called for every area. We realize that. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. But serve Him. Number five is to obey His commands. Obey what? His commands. Oh, my, my, my. If we obey His commands then we're doing what the Word of God says. I said, we're doing what the Word of God says. How often we complicate faith with man's rules. I said, how often we complicate faith with man-made rules and requirements. You know, you got to have your hair fixed this way. Come on, somebody! You gotta have this kind of dress on. This kind of this. No, you can't wear pants. No, you. Ah, I better get off of this. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying man-made rules. I didn't. I don't. I don't have no rules like that. Are you listening to me? I only got the rules of the Word of God. Hallelujah! And that's the only word you need to have. In other words, don't be complicating what the Word says, because I just told you the big five. And if you're doing the big five, wear your hair the way you want to. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. My, 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 my. In Deuteronomy, now don't dress just any old way. I better get that in there. <laughs> There's a way for godly people to dress. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 10 and 12, I'm reading it now in the King James, and it says, Fear the Lord your God, and to walk in all His ways. Think about that for a moment. To what? Walk in all His ways. If we stop and think about how Jesus walked and how he treated people (laughs) listen to me this morning hey i said the way he treated people then we might would start treating people better did you hear what i said because we're supposed to walk the way he walked and he didn't walk stuck up he didn't walk like he was arrogant he didn't walk like he was better than somebody else Ah, come on now. He walked with compassionate and love, and we should be doing the same thing. Hallelujah. Ought to get some amens. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we should walk like He walks. Hallelujah. What are you walking, or how are you walking, and who are you imitating? Ah, don't answer it out loud. Glory to God. Because so many times, We'll pick movie stars. Are you listening to me? I don't really know none of them's names that's alive, so I can't call one out. I know John Wayne, but he's gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> that's not my ministry, so I, I don't. But so many times, so many times, and I'm not knocking you if you do, okay? I'm just simply saying I'm talking about me right now. Because, see, I can talk about me, and nobody should get mad. Hello? So, but, you know, looking at someone else, because it doesn't have to be a movie star. It could be somebody else in the church. It could be somebody else in some other church. But you're trying to imitate that person. Are you still with me today? We do not need to imitate but one person, and his name is Jesus. You ought to say Jesus. I said you ought to say Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. That's the one we should be imitating and trying to be like. Hallelujah. And again, pleasing Him. Hallelujah. This is what God expects of us, these five. And if you will do them, you will find peace, harmony, miracles, signs, wonders, I'm telling you, we could go on with a list what you could expect to happen in your life and in your family. Why? Because you are abiding by the word of the living God. So then, therefore, you can expect your children to be saved. You can, oh, yes, you can. You can expect your house to be saved. I'm not, all of your relatives. hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I believe that none of my relatives are dying and going to hell. I don't, it doesn't make any difference where they're at this morning. I believe the Word of God. Hallelujah. And I live according to the Word of God. Are you expecting, when you pray, do you really expect the Lord to answer? When you pray, do you really expect the Lord to show up, in other words? Do you really expect Him to move? Oh, hallelujah. I said to move on your behalf. See, I expect when I pray, I expect something good to happen. Hallelujah. You should too. You should expect something to change because why? You ask it to change. And Jesus, 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 Jesus came on the scene. Hallelujah. Look at Mark. Glory to God. There was a time that the disciples wasn't prepared for Jesus, didn't even expect Him. But I tell you what, let's just look right now at at, uh, Mark 6, and we'll start in 41. It says, Jesus took the five loaves and two fishes, looked up toward heaven, and blessed them. What did He do? Blessed them. My suggestion to you is, when you sit down for a meal, bless it. Man, Brother Chapman, I don't want to be embarrassed. Well, I ate at some many different, all kinds of restaurants. I put it like that. I pray will my food be blessed. You don't know who's cooking it. You didn't hear what I said. Hallelujah. (laughs) Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. He also divided the fish for everyone to share. They all, get this, get this, this is the kind of stuff I like. They all ate as much as they wanted, buffet style. Did you hear what I said? And, <laughs> and afterwards, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftover bread and fish. A total of what? 5,000 men and their families were fed from those loaves. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. That could have been 20,000 people. My, my, my. But even if it was just five, and the Bible says there's more, what a miracle! What a miracle! Now, was they expecting this? No. The disciples wanted to send them away. Did you hear what I said? Jesus don't want to ever send you away empty-handed. Did you? Yeah. Give him a hand. I said, Jesus don't ever want you to leave empty-handed. When you pray, if you believe he don't want you empty-handed, you're going to start receiving a whole lot. Woo-hoo. Hallelujah. You're going to start receiving a whole lot more. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Moving on down to 41. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake. While he sent the people home, after telling everyone goodbye, he went up into the hills by himself to what? Pray. Now if he prayed, how much more do we need to pray? Hallelujah. Verse 47. Late that night. Now what what has he done? He sent the disciples off into the boat. To go to the other side. In other words. He stayed on land. He's not in the boat. He's not with them. He's on land. Late that night. The disciples were in their boat. In the middle of the lake. Or ocean. However you want to call it. And Jesus was alone. On what? Land. Now. Now. How far could they have gotten? Think about it. Or they were having a lot of trouble and gotten not very far. Are you listening to me? He saw they were in serious trouble. Roland had the struggle against the wind and the waves. They were struggling. Has any of you been struggling? Hallelujah. About three o'clock in the morning now now think about it he had sent them away that afternoon late now it's three o'clock in the morning they've been out there all this time working hard diligently against this storm and so they had to have some concern has any of you ever had a concern when a storm comes hallelujah yeah Jesus came toward them Listen to this. What did Jesus do? He came toward them. Now, they were not expecting Jesus to show up. So many times when we pray, we do not expect Jesus to show up. So many times we're in trouble and having problems and trials and tribulations. We don't expect Jesus to show up. That's the case with these disciples. They did not expect Him to to show up, hallelujah, but he'll show up even when you're not expecting him, ah, yes he will, yes he will, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water, see, Jesus will do what you don't expect him to do, what you haven't seen him to do before, he'll do it to show you he can do it. They hadn't seen him walk on the water. They didn't know nothing about him being able to walk on the water. But he gave them a demonstration of his power that they had never seen. Hallelujah. Walking on the water. He intended to go past them. But when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. In other words, they didn't even know or realize it was Him. Are you still with me? They were terrified when they saw Him. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid. That's one of the things He wanted me to tell you this morning. Don't be afraid. Did you hear what I said? Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. He said, Take courage, I'm here. We need to take courage this morning because the Lord is here. How do you know He's here? We have invited Him. We have asked Him to come. So we know when we pray that He moves on our behalf. Hallelujah. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Then He climbed into the boat. And the wind stopped. See, he wants to get right in the midst of your problem. He wants to get right in the midst of your trouble. And when he does, the same thing that happened on that boat is going to happen in your shaky life if you've got one. And all of us got some shake to it. Are you listening to me? But I'm telling you, when he gets on board and you allow him to be who he is, (laughs) woo! hallelujah, the storms, well, I have to go. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And they were totally amazed. He wants to amaze us this morning and what He can do and what He wants to do. They did not expect Jesus. They didn't expect it. They was That's why they were so scared when He showed up. You know, a lot of times we pray and ask the Lord to do something. Then when He starts moving, we see that He's doing it. It's like... Oh, my goodness. Are you listening to me? Oh, I can't believe this. Well, you asked for it. You ought to be able to believe it. Are you still with me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whew. We limit God, in other words. They had limited him. They had no clue that he could walk on the water. They had no clue that he could show up like that. What did they do? They did the same thing we do, limited God. We got to take the limits off and quit limiting God. And then he'll do things that we haven't seen before. Are you still with me? He'll demonstrate power we hadn't seen in action before. I don't know about you, but in my life, I need to see some action. I said, I need to see some action. I need to see a real move of God. Oh, hallelujah. Why? Because my heart desires to see him move and move upon his people like never before. And he and he alone is the only, oh my, 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 the only one that can do it. I need Jesus more than I need anything. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Now, in Proverbs, Proverbs 11 and 23, and it says, the godly can look forward to happiness. What? In other words, the person that is doing the big five, he can look forward to what? Happiness. I can't tell you the amount of people has told me, I just want to be happy. I just want peace. Peace of mind. Hallelujah. Are you still with me? The godly can look forward to happiness, while the wicked can expect only wrath. In Proverbs, same same chapter, but in King James it says, The desire of the righteous is only good. See, if your desires are not good, then what are you? not righteous. You're wicked. Are you still with me? The desires of the righteous is only good. But the expectation of the wicked is right. They expect it. Why? Because they're wicked. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. Now this is for us. In Psalms 119 and 5 and it says on NIV now. Oh that my ways are we steadfast in obeying your decrees. Psalms 119 and 10. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. See, when we're sincere with our seeking and pursuing the Lord Jesus Christ, then things really take place in our life if we really will seek him with all of our heart, come on now and be sincere with what we're doing and how we're doing it. Are you listening to me? Why? Because I want to please him in all my actions. I want to please him in everything I do. I want to please him in everything I say. In other words, I don't want to be saying something that he would not be pleased with. I do not want to be going someplace that he's not pleased with me going. Are you still with me? Hallelujah. So you are supposed to be the same way. We are supposed to want to please God. If we are a child of God, you know... I didn't really have parents, but even though uh, I'd had them for 12 years and my parents were gone, and, but you know what, all through life, I thought about things that I did, would that please my parents if they were there? And I was a renegade for a while, but after I got through with my renegade, I started applying the principles that was taught to me back up until I was 12. Are you listening to me? And I wanted to what please them, and they weren't even here. So how much more should we want to please God? And He's right here. Oh yes, He is. If you're listening to me, and you don't know Jesus Christ, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Just repeat after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I give you my heart. I give you my life. Do something with it, Lord. Cleanse me. Help me to live for you every day. In Jesus' name. This is your year. I am Pastor Roy Chatman, and I'd like to invite you to our morning services every Sunday at 11 a.m. What happened to you in the past? does not define who you are now. At Worship Tabernacle, 3006 East Ritchie Road, Humble, Texas, come and experience the mighty presence of our Lord. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. For more information about Roy Chapman Ministries, please visit Tabernacle. Dot .tv and have a Jesus filled day.